Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Podful of Sunshine. I'm Diana. This is Greg. Welcome back. Welcome back. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. We usually podcast on Saturdays, but I don't know if any of y'all, well, I know y'all listened last week because you do. But last week, we were so tired and so drained from the day in the sun of football that yesterday, it was even worse. We were so tired and so drained that I couldn't even muster up the energy to podcast. And you know, that means I'm super tired. Yeah, podcasting is her thing. We love it. Podcast is my thing. And I love it. But I just couldn't because I knew that if we podcasted, I wouldn't have the energy or the oomph to do it. So here we are. Sunday morning, and I am ready to go. I got a good night's sleep. I got s- some of the house chores that have been creating anxiety in me done. She ate breakfast? And I ate breakfast. <laughs> there seems to be some alarm going on. So, we, just before we started recording, the dishwasher was going, and it was creating a lot of, a lot of noise. So, I was like, we should probably, like, stop that. So, I undid it. And now it's beeping at us. Is it that or is it the fridge? No, it's the dishwasher. Uh, Maybe we'll just have to push that in. But anywho, welcome back for another episode. Episode number 14. 14, wow. I feel like 14 has this, like, I think has a significant number. Like, maybe I used to like 14 as a kid. Yeah, I don't. It's, uh, if you... Do seven twice, it's 14. So maybe it's <laughs> double lucky number 14? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> We're reaching here. We're grabbing. Yeah. Well, 14 is just a good number. We'll go with good that. Good number. Yeah. Okay. So let's start off this podcast with another podcast pocket. First, let's get that dishwasher to stop beeping at us. Okay. So this week's podcast pocket goes to the Red Menace podcast. And I had found them on Reddit when I, (laughs) I wonder if they could hear that in the microphone. (laughs) It's the dishwasher. Anyway, the Red Menace podcast I found on Reddit and they are basically Podful of Sunshine podcast, but the Australian version. So this, they're not a couple, they're just friends, a man and a woman, and they basically go over Australian news stories that are weird and they have some weird ones i mean australia has weird like serial killer like they have some crazy murder stories they got kangaroos over there too they do and you know what surprisingly i've not heard one story that involved a kangaroo well it's probably australia they're like kangaroos are like dogs to them over there but you would think you'd get a feel-good dog story i mean maybe they do hold on see them walk their baby in their pouch I think it's called a joey a joey anyway so these this couple that's not a couple their name is allison whore however when you know the australian accent happens it's haw oh, yeah. and chris so they you know what like i say it's a podful sunshine version but the australian version But they are just way funnier. They're so clever. And it makes me think that I just lack in the cleverness. Like, they have done some of the stories that we've covered, including, like, the um, story where the shark was stolen from the Texas Museum. Oh, yeah. That's a silly story. And they were... You need to move that microphone up closer to you. And they just had way better commentary about it. And I'm like, okay, we need to step our game up. I guess we just are not very good. So, I mean, I guess we do have to step our game up. Yes. Um, so, check them out. The Red Menace. The Australian version of Potful of Sunshine, only funnier. And better. And better. <laughs> All right, so this week was our kids' first week of school. How do you think it went, Greg? I think it went good. Uh, everybody came home safe and sound. So that's good. Uh, seems to everybody likes school. So I like that. Yeah. I do miss them, though, during the day. It just, I am not like, like, usually I have anxiety the first day of school. I mean, that's just normal. But then, like, the second day, it drops way down. But my anxiety never dropped. And you know what I figured out it was? It's because for the first time 
in probably four years, the boys are not together. So the boys used to walk to school or take their bikes to school, but they always had each other. But now Blake is riding the bus. Well, the bus is fun. And I mean, he does have his best friend, Anthony, but it's just not his relationship with Gavin. And then Gavin is riding his bike to school, which let me tell you a thing about Gavin. I mean, the kid is cute. However, he is very absent-minded. He will walk and not watch where he's going and run into stuff. And he can break anything. Like, that kid has broken more stuff, including Game Boys. I don't think they're called Game Boys anymore. It was a DS. A Nintendo DS, DVD players, DVDs, beds. He has broken beds. And so when he wanted to ride his bike to school by himself, I got really freaking nervous because he's just going to not be paying attention and run into oncoming traffic. So thank God for technology. I know technology gets a bad rap sometimes, but holy hell, Greg and I have been stalkers. When Blake is on the bus or Gavin's on his way to or from school, we are on the Find My iPhone app. It works out well. And we are refreshing that some bitch every two minutes. Yeah. Not every two minutes, but... Maybe not for you. Yeah, she's... I don't even think she waits two minutes. No, it's pretty bad. Like, I refresh that to see, make sure he's made progress, especially when he comes to the area in our neighborhood where cars come out. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. <laughs> okay. So, we were waiting for the bus the very first day, and we're sitting there. And Greg's on his phone, and he's like, oh, my gosh, here's a question that's only asked in Polk County, and he says it. And I just start laughing, and I can't even, like, pause long enough to make a comment because I'm just, like, laughing. Like, I mean, not my obnoxious laugh, but Blake speaks what I was thinking. He goes, you should have saved that for the podcast. Do you want to share what that thing was that you said? Oh, yeah, so um, we're just... Checking the bus schedule because, you know, their buses were running late. And anyway, under the frequently asked questions, the question is, can teen parenting mothers feed their babies on the bus? (laughs) Really? I mean, I didn't know that you would bring your baby to school with you. Why are you bringing your baby to school with you? Like... I don't think you can bring your baby to school with you. Second of all, why are you bringing it on the bus? I mean, I could see, though, maybe there's an issue where they they don't have anywhere to take their baby. So there's like a nursery, maybe. Is there a nursery? I I don't think there is. I I don't know how that works. I mean. (laughs) But only in Polk County would that be a frequently asked question. I remember. Oh, yeah. Well, and then I'll just give you what the answer is. Oh, yes. Let's hear the answer. It says, uh, no. (laughs) Just no. No, no. (laughs) But then no, period. And then it goes, eating and drinking activities are prohibited on all our school buses. So basically, they're saying this baby can't eat or drink. You can't have a snack, neither can your kid. And then also it goes, teen parents must feed their children prior to boarding our school buses. So, I mean... They must, there must be, it must be a thing because I mean, a teen parent get it on the bus. I mean, it says it right here in the answer. So, I mean, maybe they are bringing their kids on the bus. I should ask Blake if there's any kids on his school bus, any babies. Hey, Blake, yeah. come here. Let's just ask him right now. Yeah. Let's not keep yeah. our audience in suspense. Come here. Come right up to my microphone. On your school bus on the way to school or on the way home, are there any babies? No. No babies? Nobody has a baby on your bus? No. Nobody? Nobody. Okay, so Blake's bus doesn't have any babies. No babies on Blake's bus. Okay. Thanks, Blake. Thank you. Why would there be a baby on your bus? That is a great question. That's the question. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) But the thing is, like, it's not like, oh, I remember when I moved here. So I originally moved to florida because all my friends were having babies and they were getting married and i was just not at that level of my life so i moved down here and just side note with in less than a year i got knocked up and she was ready for that life (laughs) i was ready for that life and so then when i moved down here i was like all right fresh start like people that aren't having babies who aren't getting married 
And lo and behold, there's, I got a job as a waitress at Mimi's Cafe and everybody has fucking kids. Everybody, like people younger than me. And not only do they have kids, they have multiple kids. And so I didn't realize how normal it was for teenage pregnancy rates to be so high until I moved here. I was like, oh, Jesus. So I move away from Maine to get away from people, all these people having babies. And now like teenagers are having babies left and right where I moved to. Yeah, everybody's very fertile. Seriously, there is something in the water down here. It's, yeah. Yeah, so school has started, which means cafeteria workers are back in business. Do you know where I'm going with this? This is a good little segue. I do. I mean, back in business is right. Back in business. I got to pull pull out the story. I found it. So this story comes to us from Connecticut. Cafeteria workers stole nearly $500,000 in lunch money from school. And these two cafeteria lunch workers are sisters. In the well-to-do town of New Cannon, Connecticut, families pay top dollar to live on picturesque New England streets. And how much do their kids pay for lunch there? I mean, that's a lot of money to steal as a cafeteria worker. How many days... In months or years, do you have to steal that much money? I'm glad you asked. And and how is it not noticed? Because that's uh, you have to almost steal all the money. You, you would think to make that much total. I mean, school lunches. I mean, what are they? Two dollars a pop? Or this small little town? Are there thousands of kids going to this school? You are asking very great questions, all of which I have answers to in this article. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For years, cash was disappearing from cafeteria registers at the high school and middle school, apparently unbeknownst to school officials. Nearly $500,000 was stolen from 2012 through 2017. Um, basically, Joanne Pascarelli and Marie Wilson turned themselves in over the weekend and were released on $50,000 bond. They are accused of underreporting how much cash had been collected and taking the remainder. Each was charged with larceny. Um, so basically the thefts date back as many as 15 years. Uh, school officials apparently discovered what they call the irregularities only recently. Oh, and I guess basically, well, no, I think basically is they had been so consistent in stealing this money that they didn't realize it until the sisters left the job. And then, Basically, the new people that came in were being honest. And so, like, the weekly totals went from an average of $40 and it jumped to $150 being taken in every week. So, that's when they realized that something fishy was going on. Oh, yeah. Wow. You leave yeah. the job and then they catch you. And that's when they catch you. But here's the shit that pisses me off. Like, okay, you're stealing money from kids from a school. I consider myself liberal. But there are some people that are even too fucking liberal for me. Dan Savage, he's a podcaster. He's a... a, I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah, he's a gay sex columnist. My brother loves him. But he posted, he retweeted on Twitter. He's like, well, maybe if they paid him a living wage. No, bitch. No, that's not how this works. It's not... If you... (coughs) Excuse me. If you can't afford food, okay, then take a few extra bites off of the lunch but you're stealing a half of a million dollars from a children's school like nothing you say can okay that yeah that's a lot of money that shit pissed me off when i saw that and then i just unsubscribed to his podcast because there's been a lot of stuff that he is just taken to the extreme like liberalism and it's like oh these are the reasons why people can't stand liberals because you go to the extreme as even as far as saying it's okay to steal money from a school Anyway. It's not okay. It's not okay. Greg said so. That makes it official. It's official. <laughs> do you want to do the follow-up to the dog saliva virus story? Okay, great. Dog saliva story. Update. Let's go. So you remember the <clears throat> the guy that got a, like, basically got... Quadruple f- stumpy. Yeah, stumpy. Yeah. And he got a... So this same... Like, infection, like, bacteria was found in this other lady that, like, basically she had a puppy that, like, gave her a little scratch. Or a little lick. In two days, she was dead. 
That is so crazy, and it freaks me out. And I know it's really rare, but holy it's shit! Very rare. The odds here um, are like you could be struck by lightning four times, and um, win the lottery twice. And that those are the odds. Those poor people. They could have been won the lottery twice, but instead their luck's like no, you're gonna die from dog saliva. Yeah, um, her husband says he feels like he got robbed, lost my right arm, my best friend. That's sad. Really sad. That Sorry is me. sad, but I just, this is the fucked up humor part of me, but he could have lost his right arm. So could she have, but she died. Yeah, true Very that. Insensitive. That one stumpy has lost everything. And the, this is um, not back, funny. I'm so It's sorry. not funny. Not sorry. funny at all. That's probably why we're not as good as that other one. Probably because we are insensitive and they're just witty. So this um, bacteria is called Kapanaka topahaga, I believe. That's probably I totally butchered that pronunciation. Here, Diana, you pronounce it and see what you get out of it. But that's what it is. Capnotophaga. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I got. So yeah, so that's what um, the bacteria is called. Yeah, very rare. So anyway, so we have people that have lost limbs, and then we also have people that have died. So be careful when you let your dog kiss you. Yeah. God. Damn. Dogs are filthy animals these days. You filthy animal. <laughs> That's our follow-up story. Well, just to piggy off that, piggy back off that, this is a good transition. But did you hear about Southwest's new emotional support dog? Animals, emotional support animals. Yeah, I did see that, and yeah, I yeah. mean, who do, these people Hold think on. they can bring bring birds and? No, birds are not allowed anymore. Now there's only three animals that are allowed. Right, but people used to think they could bring whatever they wanted you on an airplane. <coughs> Excuse me, listeners. As you'll remember, last week I was getting sick, and I am much better, but I'm get still have a lingering cough. But Southwest Airlines is to allow miniature horses on flights as service animals. Tell me where that somebody... Let me just read it. Southwest Airlines announced an update to its service animal policy. Um, How would you to, like... Never mind. Sorry. Go ahead. According to the Americans for Disabilities Act, miniature horses are indeed considered to be service animals, although they are hardly ever seen in the blue yonder. So Southwest Airlines are allowing cats, dogs, and miniature horses. Tell me where that bitch is going to sit. Well, how big is a miniature horse? It's bigger than a dog, which even some dogs, like, are hard to, like, sit. Well, they can't sit in the emergency exit lane. No, so that's what I'm saying. Like, where the fuck are you going to put a miniature horse? Damn, just picture, just picture a horse dropping a deuce compared to a dog. Can you just imagine? I mean, I know they're not supposed to do that. I was going to say, if it's a, 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 service, a service animal, they know how to control it. But, I mean, there are those emergencies. I mean, I'm sure a service dog has dropped dropped the deuce when he wasn't supposed to. Eh. I mean, That's we don't have all job. the they facts don't. and everything. So, <laughs> I mean, but I'm sure somewhere and somehow it happened. And I... I I got to drop juices sometimes. One day I was going to work. I had to stop at a gas station. Are you a service animal, though? I am not a service animal. <laughs> so, but anyway. Anywho. So, yeah. Cats, dogs, and miniature horses. Well, a miniature horse is better than, like... A peacock? Yeah, a peacock or, like, a... Bearded dragon? Yeah, a bearded dragon or a snake. So... Snakes on a plane. I did some... In... One of my new job responsibilities within Publix, it was like reviewing some American Disabilities Act complaints. And you know what the number one complaint was? No, I do not. It was basically animals that aren't service animals being allowed in our carts and in the stores, which I can agree with. Like there's fucking dogs just riding in our carts. And I remember reading one complaint that was pissed off because the manager asked them to leave because of his emotional support bearded dragon i'm sorry but your bearded dragon is not providing emotional support cut the shit that's ridiculous you are ruining it for everybody that actually needs emotional support including veterans with ptsd and people that actually need them (laughs) a couple months ago somebody brought a a cat with long hair, you know, like a baby, oh, a baby God. stroller. 
into work. And it's like. And even that, like, they say cats are allowed. And I know you cat lovers. But cats, I don't know. They don't, they are not as in tune with human emotions as dogs are. Well, maybe, maybe these, these cats, you've never had a cat that's been a, a emotional support animal. Maybe this cat's just very loving, very friendly. Doesn't go like hide under a couch every time you come in or the door. Cats maybe. are dumb. I hate cats. Sorry, cat lovers. As you'll see, as you've seen in the past. Not a big cat fan. I think I have PTSD from cats. I think that's what my... So I had saved a cat. I had rescued a cat. Yeah, when I did. was... Gosh, was I... I think I... I don't even remember. She like, was eight years old. No, I wasn't. <laughs> it was like almost going into college. But this woman had this whole box of cats she found on the side of the road. And she was trying to find good homes for it. So... I took one, and I named that cat Landry after my friend Amy that had passed away. You'll remember that back from Greg's birthday episode. Well, that fucking cat was the biggest devil and didn't appreciate anything I ever did for it and was just such a bitch. And I'm like, you know what? I just fucking hate cats. After that, I'm like, done. Well, I mean, do you really believe that these cats were just, like, found somewhere, or do you think she was just trying to get rid of them? I mean, does that really matter? Well, maybe um, Landry had a bad life before it came to... I mean, it was a kitten. Like, I mean, do you remember stuff from when you were a baby? No, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know either. I guess we could just shoot holes in all these. This, I mean, cat. Who knows what was wrong with the cat? The cat was just a bitch. That's what it was. And that was my last experience with the cat. And I'm like, not... And I had two cats growing up. Dot. And Mickey. Dot. Dot. <laughs> Just yeah. D.O.T. Did you, fun story about that cat. It was named after a movie called Dot and the Kangaroo. I think that is also from Australia. And oh, yeah. it was a very good movie, which I loved. But now looking back as an adult, it's really fucked up because this woman, or not this woman, this little girl gets lost in... I don't want to say the woods because I don't know if they have woods in Australia. but like, uh, I'm sure they got some kind of tree area with stuff so she gets lost and this kangaroo takes her in as her own and so dot hops in this kangaroo's pouch and as they go all over australia and the kangaroo protects dot from all the you know bad animals in australia but then eventually the kangaroo gets dot back home and then just leaves her and doesn't even say goodbye and so dot at her home is like one say goodbye to the kangaroo and she's like kangaroo kangaroo come back kangaroo and the kangaroo just leaves like what, what did you want the kangaroo to say do? goodbye kangaroo <laughs> i mean it's a kangaroo do you ever have those movies from your childhood that you look back and like what a traumatic movie that is that's how dot and the kangaroo is for me i'll never trust a kangaroo I don't know if you'll ever be like able to even like in your lifetime see a kangaroo, let alone um trust, trust one. But anyway, that's how our cat got the name Dot, and that's why I don't trust cats because those two cats were good, but the third one, Landry, was a bitch. And yeah, wow, that was a tangent that I just went off side road. Remember when we were in um uh, one of the islands this um for our vacation, and they had those monkeys, and they were like. Ew. Oh, yeah. Like, you want to get your picture taken with this monkey on you? We were in St. Kitts and they had all these fucking gross ass monkeys. And, like, let me put this monkey on you to take a picture. Um, no, thank you. Yeah. I mean, you think your dog has a bacteria. What do you think that Ugh. monkey has? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure regulations are tighter in America than they are in St. Kitts because we drove on those roads. I told Greg we. St. Kitts, we got to this one place. I'm like, can we just call a taxi to drive us back? Because I don't want to drive on this bus anymore. Because the roads were just terrible shape. And one wrong, if you move over one inch wrong, you're in the ocean. Well, I guess on our next cruise we go there, um, we won't be getting off the yeah. boat. And I'm fine with that. Because it's like... All got, right, made that ha- decision. We are not getting off we get, We got what we want. I mean, yeah, we don't have to worry about it. They did have that nice little small pool at that place, though. Like... Maybe we'll just have to go there because I'm not all about... I'm all about staying on the boat, too. 
we'll have the drink package. I mean, but yeah, we should probably get off the boat and have a couple of drinks so we don't get our number to where we don't want it. <laughs> we got cut off a few times on our cruise when we had the drink uh, package. So. So our last, just a random fun story, speaking of exotic animals, a hippo kills a Taurus taking a photo of it in Kenya. But I, I heard that, like, these photos are, like, rare and people, like, will risk their life every day to get these photos of these animals. Well, it was a tourist. And well, I think they were on. And here's the funny part is that Kenya is all pissed off because it was a Chinese tourist. But just last week, a local Kenyan had gone killed by a hippopotamus and it didn't make news. But because it was a Chinese tourist, now it's making national news and they're pissed and like, well... Our locals got killed last week and y'all didn't give a shit. But here's the thing. I looked at hippopotamuses. Hippopotamuses? Yeah. Hippopotami? They're friendly animals, aren't they? That's what I thought. Apparently, they're not. Apparently, they're not. They are known as one of the most dangerous animals on the planet, according to National Geographic. And apparently, they can snap a canoe in half with their strong jaws. Yeah, they're huge. Yeah, but I didn't think they had that sort of power. I mean, it's just... It must have a big jawbone and be like, just eat you. Kind of like um, in Jurassic World, like <coughs> when you see the um, the T-Rex and the, um, I don't know what they called it, the raptor something, blah, blah, blah. But that sucker had some big jaws too. That would have snapped you too. But that was dinosaurs. That's 30,000 years ago. Long time ago. Hippopotamuses are supposed to be nice. They're not. They're not. They will eat the hell out of you. Yes, they will. I wonder if they recovered that guy's body. Um, I doubt it. It was probably gone. I don't know, but here's another fun fact. Is that hippos kill about 500 people in Africa each year, National Geographic says, and they can also run at the same speed as humans for at least a short distance when faced with danger. So basically, the moral of the story is you just need to train and have endurance to outrun a hippo. That's all you need. Yeah, a hippo would probably catch my ass. You just got to outlast it. Just keep going. Yeah. I mean, they weigh more than you, so their endurance is probably less. You know, you could die by getting crushed by a hippo, or you could just, your heart might just give out when and you I run. And I think that the lady that got, who died because of her dog's saliva, it just goes to show when it's your time, it's your time. It is your time. Yeah. So... There ain't nothing you can do no matter where you are. Like, it's your time. It's your time. All right. So this brings us to a, our normal segments. Let's begin with our old favorite. Old Florida. Old Florida. Old Florida. Ooh, that is a glorious sound. That is the sound of champagne being popped for my mimosa. Okay, that's good. Mimosas are the best. I sure do love mimosas. Champagne's gross. But some people like mimosas, as does Diana over here, so I should be more sensitive to her liking. I should be more sensitive to my liking. All right. Oh, Florida. Oh, Florida. Do you want to begin? I will begin. Okay, good. So I was came across this um, thing in Dunedin, which is actually, it's probably about a little over an hour from where we live, maybe a little bit more. Um, I actually know a couple of people that I work with that actually live in Dunedin. So mm. anyway. Anywho. Dunedin man arrested after attempting strip tease inside steakhouse <laughs> so um my thoughts before i even read the article is like this guy um was acting like a stripper at the bar inside outback steakhouse you know but anyway you took outback steakhouse from steakhouse yeah steakhouse i mean outback yeah whatever okay so anyway a husband and a wife were having a dinner in a Japanese steakhouse. So a Japanese steakhouse. I love them. They're really good. You do not love them. Like, I love them. And I always want to go to them. And you're always a... I don't like chilies. the one by our house. Yeah, we've had bad experiences. So I, uh, we could go to... Next time we don't know what we're going to do, we're going to go to a Japanese steakhouse. Okay, That's good. it. Good. Maybe we'll go there for lunch on Monday. 
we've been doing lunch dates. Like we used to do lunch dates a few years ago, like once a week, just so like Greg and I had time to catch up. And then we just kind of stopped just because we were being cheap. And I was like, how about you just come to the cafeteria where I work and we can do it there. But then I was like, you know what? I miss like getting out and actually having a real lunch date. So we started that last week. Yeah, real nice. Yeah, it is nice. So anyway. Anywho. This couple's having dinner. And uh, some guy named James Dylan Jordan, 24, drunkly approached the couple. And he started taking off his clothes (laughs) and dancing in front of the woman. When told to stop, he insulted her and then threatened to fight her husband, according to the court records. Oh, yes. He was arrested and uh, charged on disorderly conduct. And he was released on $150 bond. Wow, 150? So, yeah, so he got arrested and then somebody put up $150 bond. Is there a video of this or it was just a story? <sighs> no video. There no is idea. a picture of the guy. Uh, I mean, we could probably post it on our Instagram or our um, we will. our um, website. I mean, maybe you ladies would like this guy to strip in front of you. Who knows? No, but if I'm out with my husband, I don't want anyone to do a strip dance, but here's what it is. Drunk fucks. That's all it comes down to yeah. is drunk fucks. He had too much to drink and he thought he could be doing his strip tease. He thought it was a good idea. That got him a ride to jail. One way ticket to jail. Don't no. pass go. Don't collect your $200. Yeah. As they would say in Monopoly. <laughs> Greg and I, when we first started dating, would play Monopoly. And I don't think I've ever won a Monopoly game in my life. And also, I don't think I've ever finished a Monopoly game. I just quit. But Greg used to beat me. It's like, hello, we're just start dating. You need to let me win. And he never would. Oh. I. Do you remember that when we used to play Monopoly? When we very first started dating. I do remember that. I should have let you win. Well. What? What are you signaling for? Well, what were we watching, like, with the mute button on? Well, I guess you weren't watching anything. But what was on before? And you know how I told you last night, you know, it just changed automatically? Now we're watching USA. We're watching, like, (laughs) we're watching some kind of... Okay. So last night, Greg and I were watching, you know, because we have bootleg cable now, and we were watching some sort of pregame NFL, and all of a sudden it changed to a movie, and Greg was getting pissed. And I'm getting pissed, and I told him last night, I'm just getting ready to just say fucking gang cable again, because I'm so sick of him trying to fuck around with trying to get the NFL games, and so that could possibly happen, because I don't annoying. think it's going to. It's just the preseason. I think we'll be good during the regular season. Yeah. So, but, ha, that's funny. I can watch it on my cell phone. He's now. like pointing and I'm like, what are you pointing at? Like nobody can see you. And okay. So my Florida story, I had something different until this one showed up in my timeline yesterday, which is probably a good thing that we waited a day to podcast. I saw this on Friday night. Um, I don't know what I was doing. It was like, it must've been after I got home or something. Anyway, I saw it on Friday night. I thought it was interesting. Gotta, gotta love who we found it from though. Our man. Our, no, no, no. This is a different one. Oh, I, I have is, two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't see this okay. one, I guess. This one is Florida man is accused of setting a raccoon on fire for eating his mangoes. And this comes from Palm Bay, Florida. And the poor 88-year-old Florida man is facing charges accused of setting a raccoon on fire. Ezra James told WKMG, WKMG, <laughs> <laughs> he planned on killing the animal for eating his mangoes. He also said he wanted to prevent the animal from biting him and giving him rabies. This it, is the second story, though, we have had about a raccoon on this. Raccoons suck. 88 years old. It's the first time I've ever gone to jail, James told WKMG after posting his $2,000 bond. I never thought about killing nobody in my lifetime. So because he said I never thought about killing nobody, he used a double negative. So that means he thought about killing somebody. That's my grammar Nazi in me. Sorry. Well, no man, no woman, no kid. James said, says he threw some gasoline on the raccoon inside a metal trap in his front yard and lit a match. When a neighbor saw it, she called police. She's well, a wicked woman, James said. That lady, what was she doing spying on her neighbors? Well, you know I mean, how old people do. They have nothing else to do, so they just watch their neighbors. Poor guy. I mean, so he had a higher bill for 
lighting a raccoon on fire <laughs> than uh, the guy that um, uh, did a strip tease. Well, I mean, he's comparing apples to oranges. I mean, you killed an animal. The 88-year-old yeah. told the news he didn't realize authorities would have humanely euthanized the raccoon if he had called them. An officer eventually responded to the scene and shot the animal to end its suffering. And the guy later on said, I never would have believed he would have done that. One neighbor said, I sure hope he thinks about it because God don't want us to do stuff like this. Well, just think about it. if he would have called the people to kill them, they would have killed them. It would have cost them money to kill them. And then it goes. I think yeah. it's more of a humane issue. Yeah, I guess you're like, right. you can't cat. You can't set a raccoon on fire. Yeah, because he set the raccoon on fire and it didn't kill him. Hence why they like shot him and killed the raccoon because he was suffering. Poor raccoon. But I mean, not to play devil's advocate, but I'm going to is that the guy didn't know any better. He's 88. Like, well, that's what they used to do back in their day. Yeah, set raccoons on fire. I mean, I'm <laughs> yes. sure. Exactly. That's exactly what they used to do. Exactly. Maybe. <laughs> so here's a um, story that Greg and I were talking about that we had seen posted by our friend Paul Delegato. He's our local meteorologist. And Greg loves him some Paul Delegato. Well, you you want to watch and track a hurricane? You better listen to this guy. <laughs> Last year during Hurricane Irma, every everyone... Year, every year he... Everyone hung on every tweet that Paul Delegato tweeted. And every word he ever said, like, we were just following him nonstop. And so that's like, honestly when I started following him. But then he posts stuff that's not weather related like this and he tweets it as i love flora grandma getting some fresh air in a wheelchair in the back of a pickup truck on fowler with a hello kitty air freshener is added touch and i'm titling this the florida uber because it's a grandma in the back of a pickup truck in her wheelchair yeah she's in like a an late model Dodge Ram. I mean, just yeah. driving down Fowler Avenue in Tampa by Bush Gardens and USF. We're going to play this for you. Hold on. Hey, I think I've seen most things in my life, but this one could be an actual brand new one. We're talking redneck Uber. Redneck? We're talking a big time redneck Uber. Grandma is sitting in the back of the truck in a wheelchair. I'm talking that's... That's about as good as it gets right there. I gotta be honest with you. <laughs> Grandma's chilling in a wheelchair. She's strapped in too. Look. Hey. <laughs> Here's the part that makes me mad about this whole video is that I don't know why. Like, because there's no news story to it. But you just see a video of old Grandma in the back of a pickup truck, strapped in. Driving down Fowler, and they're not going slow, and they even blow through a yellow light. Which, to be fair, if they slammed on the brakes, that had no possible good outcome. I mean, was there not any extra room in the cab? It didn't look like there was anybody sitting in the passenger seat. Was it easier just to lift the wheelchair up into the back of the truck? Let's say there is someone in the front seat and there is no room. Like, I'm sure there's no one in the front seat that is more needing of a seat than grandma in a wheelchair. I mean, yeah. We you could... put grandma in the front of that cab and you put whoever's in the front in the back. Like, yeah. is there anyone like... More needing of a seat than grandma? Did grandma want to sit in the back of the truck, though? Maybe she was like, hey, I want to ride in the back of the truck in my wheelchair. You still don't. Imagine your grandma, Nanny Shack, asked to be sitting in the back of a pickup truck. I don't think she would ever ask that. But if she did, would you let her? Well, no, hell no, you wouldn't. Don't even pretend like no, you would. No, I wouldn't let her. Yeah, absolutely not. No, you're going to sit in the front seat. Yeah. So I just kind of want to know the story behind this. And as of yet, this I just saw this yesterday. So as of now, there hasn't been any sort of... There's not going to be any follow-up story of this either. I mean, this is just one of those things that he got in his mailbox. Something random that gets sent to his mailbox that he posted. So Yeah. Uh, but he's a good follow. Yeah. Paul Delgado. Um, Paul Delgado. Fox 13 News, Tampa. Look, look for him. He's good. He is good. And apparently he was on... Uh, the news all Friday night and he went to go wash off his makeup on Friday night and realized he didn't have makeup on. He's like, I so apologize. <laughs> He's silly. That's the kind of stuff you'll watch or see when you follow him. 
All right, let's go to our sports segment. He's a big Lightning fan, too. Go Lightning. You know, I think it's the stupidest thing ever. What? When football players that are in full gear and have helmets on break out into a brawl like do you think throwing a punch is actually going to do anything like you're just hurting yourself well they have to show a lot of emotion i mean they do and here's something some funny. coaches like fights they think it's you know it's a team bonding thing almost <laughs> and i can see that argument here's the funny thing is that there's this girl whose kid is on our youngest <clears throat> Our Gavin's football team and it's their first year and I remember our first year and yeah you get like amped up when someone's like fucking with your kid especially a kid on their own team but guess what that's just the name of the sport I don't know how many videos we see of teammates fighting each other I mean even yesterday during Gavin's game I don't know if you saw it but during the game like two of the Sefner Seahawks started to fight each other <laughs> did you see that no but I wouldn't don't put it past Sefner yeah so, anyway, last week, the New York Giants, or Jets, and the Redskins got into an all-out brawl. Let's take a listen. anyway it's literally just like this like i don't all know what players teams. they are i don't either i don't either i don't know what players they are all i know is that they all have pads on they're all going at it and it's like what are you gonna do you're gonna punch them with their helmet on like because that makes sense yeah it would hurt your hand yeah that's gonna you're gonna hurt yourself more than you hurt the other team that's true yeah what do you have for sports anything i do have something No, I don't think I do have anything for sports. I was, I did have this one, the, the GoFundMe um, about Paxton Lynch oh, yeah, that, you post, about that. that you posted. Yes, let's talk about that. So, I mean, let's give get, the backstory. The backstory here is the Broncos traded up a couple years ago to get Paxton Lynch in the first round. What a bust. Yeah, what a bust. Worst mistake ever. But anyway, so last year they drafted Chad Kelly, last overall pick in the draft. Like, Mystery irrelevant. Last pick. And he was hurt last year, so he didn't play at all. You know, they just kind of like, you know, like you would do in college, they redshirted him. So now he's playing in the preseason this year. And Paxton Lynch, he's in his third season in the NFL. And he, as my kids would say, he's trash. He is just trash. So last week, he had a horrible preseason game, and Chad Kelly, which his nickname is Swag, was um he balled out, and so Paxton got demoted to the third string quarterback, and he asked the coach why he got um demoted. Dude, you suck. You suck so bad that your own fans. Or set up a GoFundMe to buy out your contract. Yeah, they're setting up a GoFundMe to buy out your contract, which, honestly, this is never going to happen. It's not going to happen, but the fact that it started is hilarious. And that just goes to show you the cutthroat friggin' mentality of being a Broncos fan, is that when we love you, we love you. But when we are done with you, we are done with you, and we will set up a GoFundMe to this, buy out your contract. This Chad Kelly kid, though, he's looking pretty good. He's um the... um. Nephew of Jim Kelly, the Hall of Famer. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so um, I like him a lot. So in a couple of years, I'm thinking he could be the next thing. So oh, let's, I let's did see. not know that. Let's see here. Broncos country, where we set up GoFundMe's to buy out people we hate's contract. Well, and I was reading the article, and they just hope that go, go the, the GoFundMe refunds these people that are actually donating because it like it's not possible to pay to like buy out this contract which it was that would be awesome that would be awesome but i'm sure they're all going to get refunds from gofundme so. <laughs> sure 
All right, I think that ends our sports section because it's, you know, not completely sports time yet. Fantasy football season's around the corner, uh, though. We will talk about that next week because I have my draft next week. Yeah. Yeah. I actually got a draft this week coming up for work. Um, And somebody talked me into being in this league. It's $20, which no big deal, winner take all. But the draft is Tuesday night at 1145 Ew, at night? At night. I mean, I understand it because everybody works late, blah, 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 and it's fine. But for me, on a Tuesday night, I'm off. Man, I'm usually sleeping for two hours at 11.45. It's really disappointing. Well, you'll have to take a little nap. I will have to take a nap. In the middle of the day. All right. Well, that brings us to our next section, which is... (laughs) What the fuck? It's our What the Fuck segment. And... Do you have anything for the segment? Because I have three stories, and I'm not quite sure if you had. I can easily. I sent you something. I, I've been sending you all these stories, so I don't know if maybe you uh, used one of the ones I sent you, or you just used the ones you sent me. I don't know if I sent you of any of the what the fuck. Um, yeah, I don't think I did. Okay. Well, so. I have three. So during each one, we're going to pause so you can put in your two cents. Okay. okay. I thought I had one, but whatever. We'll, we'll just go with those. Okay, so the first one is the amount, you know, we have gators, and like Alaska has bears. Well, California has mountain lions, and a mountain lion wanders around inside a Colorado, I said California, I meant Colorado. We were going to move to Denver. We still should move to Denver. It's It's cold. cold. It's too cold. It's too cold, and I don't do well with that altitude. We all know that. So the mountain lion wanders around inside a Colorado house and also kills the house cat. A boulder woman is mourning the loss of her family's cat after a mountain lion broke into her home and killed her cat named Klondike. There's a mountain lion standing in her living room and it looked right at him and licked its lips and he took off, said Kayla Slaughter. Well, isn't that an ironic last name? <laughs> she believes the big cat likely got in home through the window. So basically a mountain lion got into the house through the bottom window, ate her cat Klondike, and yeah, there and as always, there are pictures. There's a picture of this mountain lion laying next to the couch. Obviously, probably just waking up from a nap. Yeah, that's the one. After eating Klondike, and there's also a picture of Klondike. <laughs> Greg's showing me the pictures. Uh, yeah, but they take this time. Authorities say, do not leave your windows open. For this particular reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess living in Colorado, you don't have AC central air like you have in Florida because, I mean, it's the desert here. You need. You need AC. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting hotter every year. Global warming. It is. The <laughs> well, that thing. doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. That okay. was my sarcasm voice. For those of you that don't know it or aren't familiar with it. Every year it gets hotter and hotter and hotter. Last week, we didn't talk about this, I don't think, but yesterday's football game with the boy or with gavin like it was so fucking hot like and that's why we didn't podcast last night because i was so drained from the sun like i didn't even feel good like i didn't even i had two beers afterwards which usually is just a little warm-up but i couldn't even drink beer after how hot it was yesterday it was so hot there was no breeze there was no clouds and it was hot Hence why we're podcasting on Sunday morning. I drove Gavin to a birthday party yesterday afternoon and I left our garage when I left our garage, which is crazy. The temperature on the car said 100 and it was sitting in the garage. That's usually it's never that hot. And then the whole ride, I don't think it got anything less than 98 degrees. That's at four o'clock in the afternoon. And that's just like the temperature. That's not even including humidity and the heat index like it was so gross like my gavin drinks a lot that's all he drinks he drinks water he doesn't like soda he doesn't like juice like he drinks water and thank god like he does because he would have just like died yesterday had he been one of those kids and uh, i think there was one kid on the other team not on the league we play in but on like maybe the next team up that died not died. he didn't die oh my god no, he did not die, but he got taken down from heat exhaustion, taken away in the ambulance, and oh god, it's just so hot. But yeah, so so Colorados, hot. Coloradians, Coloradans. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, watch out for mountain lions. Yeah, don't leave your downstairs windows open, okay? Or at least keep your cat upstairs. I mean, well, I guess the mountain lion could... Uh... Or just put it... No, just keep your windows closed. Yeah, because a uh, mountain lion could get through a screen. Yeah. They could use Do their that. claws. Well, and that kind of brings me to my next story of... Where is it? A southern Indiana animal shelter is accused of freezing cats to euthanize them. Is it a way to save money? <laughs> so what do they do? They just put a live cat inside a freezer and then open That's the exactly fr- what they do. A southern Indiana animal shelter is under investigation after an employee. <laughs> My mom just texted me. She's like, she's listening to episode 13, which that was, was last, last time. Yeah. Saying you're being mean to me. <laughs> I'm being mean to you? No, I am. I guess because we said the whole, um, because the whole cable thing and how she thinks like we can just log in and. we Yeah, we could just log in. <laughs> Mom, I can, I, we're not being mean to you. We love you. I can see your um, recent history though, oh, so. Shh. Just don't. Let's not open that, okay? But mom. Come on now. <laughs> we love you. Would not be mean. We think you're we, adorable. We do love you. You're great. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and hurry home to Florida. To Florida. Oh, actually, speaking of, Kylie, she's the president of the Lakeland Eagles, just sent a message saying there were several kids at different parks that went down with heat illness over the weekend. One child is still in the hospital. Please let's remind our parents throughout the week to make sure the kids are staying hydrated. See? I told you. Hydration's the real deal. I mean, it was just brutal yesterday. I drink a lot of water too. I'm a I work outside at work and I uh, drink a lot of water. Like I drink gallons a day. I mean, I, that's all I drink is water, and I drink so much water, and it still wasn't doing anything. And I wasn't even on the field. Like I, I had a lot of water to drink yesterday. I was feeling eh because I was sitting in the sun and there wasn't really anywhere to sit yesterday. Bad field, but whatever. Horrible field. Okay. So, back to the freezing of cats. So, a southern Indiana animal shelter is under investigation after an employee said she was told to freeze cats alive to euthanize them. Bridget Woodson, a former employee at the Spencer County Animal Hospital, said her boss instructed her twice to put cats in a freezer. Woodson said she took the animals to a veterinarian to be humanly euthanized instead. The first time I was asked, I was given an option and the cat did come in as a kitten and I had been sucked up into a car and run over. So it was in really bad condition. Um, the director mentioned putting it in a freezer then. I mean, she could tell you I was uneasy about it and she said, but don't worry, you can take it to the vet. And she ended up taking it to the vet. So yeah, they're talking about telling their people to put it in freezers, put it in a freezer instead of wasting money to euthanize it the humane way. Well, I Indiana, mean, just, don't okay yeah i mean that's like saying we put dakota in a freezer we would never 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 absolutely never Her like people eyes. like dakota just she's getting so old like and it's that she's getting up because she hears us but like her eyes are all fucked up because she's going blind and she has allergies and she just messed up but we would never freeze her to death like ever no matter what oh greg's showing her love all right, my other story. <laughs> Did you hear about the drug smuggling done? I didn't hear about this. That's well, and you probably didn't because, and I don't understand why this news story is coming out just now, but it's like pretty much from April. But a nun from somewhere in the States, like Michigan. Oh, wait, Missouri. Yeah, Missouri, Missouri woman who was busted attempted to smuggle two pounds of cocaine into Australia claimed she was tricked into committing the crime by a lover she met on the internet. Denise Mary Woodrum, 51, was arrested last August at Sydney, so almost a year ago, at Sydney Airport after customs officers found two pounds of drugs stuffed into the high heels of the shoes she was carrying. In January, Woodman pleaded guilty to importing a commercial quantity of border-controlled drug. Authorities are still determining whether she knew what she was doing. Last week, Rebecca Neal, Woodrum's attorney, told district court that her client was groomed and duped into transporting drugs. She was groomed to provide financial gain for this person. 
she went on this trip thinking she was bringing artifacts for him. Um, but later on in the article, it said that this nun was vulnerable and preyed on by a stranger because she had had a rough, like, moment in her life where she had gotten divorced. Are you, you weren't born and raised Catholic, were you? I really didn't go to too much. I went to church, but I, I wasn't mean... either, but I'm Catholic and I know the rules and I know priests and nuns are not allowed to get married. And I'm wondering if that rule has changed. I don't think I was Catholic. I think I was like Lutheran or something. I don't, know what, I don't even know what that means. I, I don't I, really either. I, went, I think when I was more like younger and then I think I stopped for a little bit and I think I went for a little bit again. I don't know. I always liked the sermons and stuff. I thought that was fun, but... Huh. I don't know. I'm not much into it these days. Hold on. I'm texting my mom. You a love shout out. Tell her why can't we get the NFL app with her spectrum? <laughs> um. Yeah, so last time I knew that nuns and priests weren't allowed to have any sort of outside relationship. So I'm not even quite sure where this came from. What do you mean she went through a divorce and now she's having internet relations? Like... And I don't know. I mean, I haven't been Catholic in a long time. I haven't been anything in a long time. So maybe the rules have changed, which, I mean, they probably should because, you know, less molestation that way. Um, And I think that's my only last what the fuck. Okay, so we are running over. So we have two don't worry, be happy stories. And then boys tell a joke. And then we need to wrap it up. We need to wrap it up. All right, let's do the don't worry, be happy. Don't worry. Be happy. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy now. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy. All right. Don't worry. Be happy. And this story was out of Virginia. And it kind of gives a very happy tune to YouTube because I hate YouTube and I hate the shit my kids listen to on YouTube. But after this story, maybe it's just not so bad. WJLA reports that Chloe Carrion, who is 10, was home alone on Monday with her 21-year-old aunt in Fairfax County. Well, at first she said she didn't feel well in the beginning of the day. So I called my mom and she said she'd take her to the hospital after work. Carrion's aunt had been hiding her pregnancy from loved ones. On Monday, she went to the bathroom with stomach pains and didn't realize she had gone into labor. She screamed my name and she says, I had a baby. And I said, no, you didn't. And she said, yes, I did. Well, that settles that. She rushed yes, in. I did. Yes, I did. She rushed in to discover her aunt had given birth on the toilet. She gave me the baby because she got in the bathtub and she had lost a lot of blood. So she fell and passed out. So I called 911. She also called her mother who began driving to the house. Carrie on said she remembered watching several YouTube videos about taking care of baby dolls and used what she could recall. Baby dolls? Baby dolls. I mean, it's the same principle. Okay, yeah, I guess you're right. The videos helped me with swaddling and cleaning him up from everything. Emergency dispatchers helped her cut the infant's umbilical cord. She told me to get something to cut with, so I got out with the house scissors, which, oh my God, that does not sound sanitary. Like, all the shit that our scissors cut. Well, Remember when we used to hang out with um, these people that asked if we like used our scissors to cut meat? They asked for the food scissors. Like, are these food scissors? Yeah. Are you talking about that? I guess. We don't have any food scissors at our house. No. And it wasn't people we hung out with. Our friend Tina had friends that said, are these your food scissors? And she's like, I don't uh, know what you mean. And they was like, and so she just said yeah i guess because she had no idea what she was talking about and the woman just started cutting the food with scissors oh, i thought that was somebody else no that was tina oh i thought that was dick and whatever no uh, that was definitely uh, tina and ricky because they're like do you have food scissors and i'm like no I've never heard of that man i don't remember them saying it but maybe it was them and it wasn't who i thought maybe it was both and we just don't know i doubt it so all right so anyway youtube can be used for good for kids so Go, Chloe. Yeah. All right. What do you have? Go, you. I got um teacher battling cancer was um 
short 26 days because he thought that's how much it would take him to, uh, you know, deal with his chemotherapy. So he was short 26 days and people in his school district ended up donating their sick days out of uh, their stash for him. He ended up getting 75 sick days from teachers, staff members, administrators, even lunchroom workers to pay for his um his like sick days so they they gave up theirs and gave it to him he's been a a teacher for 23 years at this high school i do want to pause and say that this story is from our very own florida see we're not such assholes not such assholes like we have assholes but like we have a lot of good people too so yeah so right now with he's um soaking up his sick days and uh well, um, he's not soaking him up. Well, he's, he's not, but he's them. he's using them. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's just uh, writing songs and living life. So I mean, it's nice. I mean, he, well, he's not living the life. He's fighting cancer. So he, you're right. So <laughs> just choice of words. But, so it's very nice. Yeah, and uh, but he's looking forward to getting back to school and you know doing what he loves to do, teach. And I really wish like the company that I work for would let us do that, but they don't. And I really wish more companies would allow you to. Yeah, because it's really for, nice. For like times like this, like when people actually really need it. Well, I, I think there should be like a little asterisk when people need it because I could see how you could cheat the system. Well, no, and it's got to be like, like I'm not going to donate my time just because someone has a lot of migraines, you know. But if someone's going undergoing chemotherapy or cancer treatment, I will gladly donate it. Right, because you, know? you don't use all your sick time. You probably no. have so much. Does it? Uh, does it? It accumulates. I think I have like five weeks worth of sick time. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I thought it would be more than that, but I mean. Well, it's because use it or lose it. Yeah. Oh, so you can lose it after a while. I mean, you don't lose it per se, but you can only accumulate so much and then you don't get it. Like, you, like if you retire and you have like a gazillion hours of sick time, of you, sick time, you don't get that. Right. But if you would get sick, that sick time would come in handy. Right. So my dad just texted me. He's like, boy, jumping on mom this week. Love it. What? fuck did we say last week about my mom all we said was that like about the whole cable thing how she thought that like we could we're, we're not even really jumping on her i, I didn't know think, like I did didn't we think... say anything else like that i don't remember like i listened to it like and i don't remember anything like tell mom. him i need his keeper who he's what? keeping oh dad we need your keeper for our fantasy football league come on and big mom guy. we are not getting on you you're very sensitive right now yeah, we're gonna need you to calm down i need to play back the episode and see what we even I, said i listened to it on monday and we didn't the only thing we said was about how she was adorable and thinking that like because we had our cable information we could log in and see the channels and we don't I mean, I wish it was that easy because I would be having less that's stress what I'm right saying. now. But that's the only thing I remember saying about my mom. Now we're going to go listening. Yeah, we're going to have to. All right, mom, we love you. Calm down. Yeah, okay? calm down. Take a chill pill. Drink a mimosa. I bet. Mimosa. I bet she's drinking a mimosa right now, and that's why she's very sensitive. Yeah. Well, mom, here you can't hear this. Here, cheers. Mimosa to mimosa. So, calm down. All right, so. We are wrapping up our podcast. This one's, last week's was short. This week's is going a little bit long. Greg's going to go to the bathroom. In the meantime, I'm going to call the boys to tell their joke. Boys! (laughs) Gavin giggles every time we do that. All right, Gavin, you got to step up to close the microphone. Remember how we practice? Okay. Hoi. Okay. Now do your joke. A ham sandwich walks into a bar and orders a beer. Bartender says, sorry, we don't serve food here. (laughs) (laughs) A ham sandwich walks into a bar and orders a beer. The bartender says, sorry, we don't serve food here. (laughs) Ha ha. Good job, Gavin. Thanks. All right. Why don't you just step up, Blake? Ooh, ooh. Not so close. Um, Hold on. Wait until he's done doing his ice thing. With my cup. All right. 
Go. Knock, knock. Can you get a little bit closer, please? Knock, knock. Okay. Who's there? Ice cream. Ice cream who? Ice cream if you don't let me in. Oh, oh, oh. oh that's a good one. <laughs> okay. All right. That's just a knock just now. We love you, though. Our boys, though, they are so cute and they're getting so grown. So grown. You can move your microphone. All right. Well, with the boys tell a joke, that wraps up another episode of Podful of Sunshine. Hey, see y'all next week. Thanks for um, joining us. Um, Come back next week. And I think I think we should start podcasting on Sundays because I'm not quite sure if we said this in the beginning, but like we're doing it on Sunday because yesterday was such a hot day and I'm pretty sure I had mild heat exhaustion yesterday. Very possible. And I didn't have the energy to podcast, so we did it today. And I just think, and whether my mom and dad believe it or not like nowadays i'm more of a morning person so here we are sunday morning mimosas in hand let's roll and we rolled yeah it was good good stuff all right come back next week all right peace out same time same channel same podcast platforms come see us slam that like button same awesomeness bye guys peace out y'all come back now here 